Welcome to another version of Courageous Conversations with Cherie. I am your hostess, Cherie Darian. You're listening to WRUULP, Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org. We are Savannah Soundings Community Radio with Global Soul. And as always, I want to remind you that the viewpoints expressed in the following program are not necessarily those of WRUU its license holder or its staff with that being said it's your girl Cherie Darian and on the line I have our guest for today the lovely Justina Ford hey Justina are you with us yes I'm here thank you so much for having me fabulous all right I'm gonna apologize guys if I sound a little scratchy to you today uh, this girl has been working or this bug has been working on your girl but we're going to give it a go today and I'm going to jump right in and let you know about this soulful guest that we have today I say that intentionally Miss Justina is a number one Amazon international best-selling author she's an intuitive business coach mind and body practitioner, a motivational speaker. She's an internationally published and awarded makeup artist, and she is the creator of the uh, proprietary blueprint strategic purpose flow. Most importantly, this beautiful lady has just recently launched a brand new business out in Hinesville, Georgia. I'll tell you about that. I want to keep you on the edge of your your seats and uh, or the radio station. She has also developed a business from her heart and soul that allowed her to mentor dozens of women. She's also getting paid while she speaks and share her story, her expertise, and her truth. You guys know Courageous Conversation is all about sharing our truth, standing in it, unashamed, unapologetic, and then paying it forward to all of you. So without further ado, Justine, I understand that you are a Jesus lover, a Army veteran wife, homeschooling mom, volunteer, cheer coach, football mom, OMG. Now, I'm going to get to this part. Um... The one that made me say, ooh, what is that? She is the uh, a part of Savannah Sunshine Girl of the Strip Club Ministries. Now, I know everybody's ears just perked up with that. What does that mean? Yes, oh my goodness. I'm so glad you asked that question. When you're talking about Savannah Sunshine Girls, I'm actually going to be going out with them tonight, ironically. Really? Uh, yes, so seriously. <laughs> And um, the Sunshine Girls, we are on a mission to just go into the dark places and shine a light for Jesus. Um, we go into those, um, the nightclubs, the strip clubs, and we let them know that Jesus loves strippers, too. What? And that is definitely near and dear to my heart because in my past, I've had that profession. So I know how it feels to be, to feel far away from God or feel like you can't have a relationship with him because of where you are currently. 
So that ministry is just near and dear to my heart. So. Wow, who actually founded it? And we, I think with this courageous conversation, girl, you just made it juicy. Um, yeah, that's exciting. I love it. That's strategic as well. And you're absolutely right. Jesus does love all of us, including those who are in uh, some unusual places. Those would be the places in where he, in which he would go. So how did that come about? Uh, I'd never heard of it before. Now I'm just reading your bio. Yes, I go to Compassion Christian, formerly Savannah Christian. And while I was attending that church, I, um, you know, they put up the little messages over the screen, and I heard about these ladies going out into the strip clubs, and they're serving. You know, we're not there to condemn or make people feel guilty. We're simply serving food and praying for the women and just looking for opportunities to serve. So when I saw that the women were doing that, I was just so touched. And they also host a spa night or a spa day. And as a professional makeup artist, I was like, you bet I want to be in that room um, giving the makeovers and making those women so beautiful. So that's how it really came about through my church. I had no clue a ministry like that even existed until I heard about the Sunshine, the Savannah Sunshine Girls. Now, that is something that God has already, like, had in my heart. Like, how can I give back? How can I pour into the women that, you know, they're in my shoes, you know, years ago, five, ten steps backwards or whatever. But how could I pour into them and give back and let them know that God loves them? Because that's what I needed during that time. Wow. You know, nothing just happens. I love the scripture that says all things work together for the good. Um, he can take every p bit of our story. And it's like, and I also love the um, potter in the clay. And, you know, he can use it even if it's broken. And he, uh, he is the master himself. And so he can certainly mold and shape us the same vessel into something new. I love that. That's one of my favorite scriptures. And I love that your boldness, your courage, but also y'all, your authentic self that you're very transparent um, in sharing your own story. So with that being said, we're going to get it, get it started. Um, if you had to, um, you know, when we meet people, particularly in networking events, uh, you go up to someone, they say, hey, my name is Cherie. What's your name? And first question is usually, what do you do? How would you answer that question? How would you actually introduce yourself? Because you're here on WRUU. What do you say to the listening audience out there, all those strangers that don't know the beautiful Justine? How would you introduce yourself? Yes, I would let them know that I am an intuitive business coach and a mind-body practitioner. I love helping um, God's children to really overcome their limiting beliefs, allow their hearts and their minds to really catch up with the vision that God already has for them, and to help them to walk into their purpose and do it successfully. So um, usually I'm working with women that have a purpose and a passion to be in business. They're, they're wanting to use their God-given talents in a way to serve their community Yet, they're struggling with confidence, lack of self-worth, a lot of the emotional pieces to stepping out and becoming successful, and sometimes they're so focused on strategy, 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 that they miss the mindset pieces. So, that's the type of work that I love doing, really a holistic approach to helping a woman step fully into her purpose. 
That's really good. In fact, I uh, was sharing with you before we got on the air that I was running late, believe it or not, for, for the first time. I was running late. I'm always telling my guests, okay, be 15 minutes early uh, so that we can, you know. Anyway, I'm here. We made it. But I was just sharing with someone that at this time of the year, uh, a lot of people are already setting their New Year's resolution, um, you know, checking their goals or making new goals. For me, uh, I think in 2015 or 2016, I can't remember, I think it was 2016, I actually um, decided to uh, not make another resolution or set another goal. Instead, I made a deliberate choice to reflect on what I had done so far for that year and to get in touch with who I am, the real Cherie, and see, based on whatever it was that I was doing, was I happy? Really, honestly, was I um showing up in the fullest capacity and the best of my ability. And so this is the time when I take to actually reflect before setting another goal. So I like the fact that you're willing to do that um, internal work, if you will, um, before actually strategizing for the business, particularly because there's so many more entrepreneurs that seem to be birthed every day, if not every hour of the day. So what yeah. sparked you to start your business, Justina? Oh, wow. What sparked me was definitely motherhood. Mm. I went to college. I got the psychology degree. I was working on the master's, and I was a mental health counselor, mental health um, case manager. And I was doing what I was supposed to do, you know, following the steps and everything. I had one child at the time, so that was pretty manageable. And then I was pregnant with my second child and doing this work and realizing that I wasn't happy. I wasn't happy about the time that I was spending away from my child. And then I knew I had a second one on the way. And I was just like, what is this going to look like? How much time are they going to give me with my child? Like, dependent on that particular company to tell me how much time I can spend with my children. And I hadn't been on the job over a year, so it was like you get two weeks or four weeks or something like that. And I'm just like, no, I don't, I want more time with my child. And I'm what you would call a crunchy mom. A what mom? <laughs> so, a crunchy mom. Crunchy like, like a, Cheetos crunchy? Like, crunchy like granola crunchy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so I love the, I love the opportunity to be able to cloth diaper my children, breastfeed my children, um, baby wear, all those like crunchy granola mom things. Okay. And I knew that going back to work would take that away from me. So it was one of those things where I had to get to a point and get really clear about what I was going to do, um, mm -hmm. go back to work or start something for myself. And I decided that, you know, God has given me a bunch of talents and skills. There's got to be something. I can do for myself. So that was a, that's a pretty long journey to get to where I'm at today. <laughs> long, if I may, long as in how long, if you had to put a time frame on it, how long before you actually discovered what that thing um, was that you could actually um, earn a revenue or profit from? Okay, so there were things that I was able to get revenue and profit from, um, but I wasn't really aligned with it. So I would say probably two to three years to see that I was able to replace the money that I was making at my job minus childcare. 
mm-hmm. put it that way, <laughs> you know. Um, so that, I mean, that process was probably about two to three years, but it really took me five to six to do something that I was truly, to give myself permission, first mm-hmm. of all, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. to step into that initial um, passion, which was the makeup artistry. I remember having that on paper, like writing it down, seeing the vision, um, the name of the business on paper, but I wasn't confident enough to step out there and do it for almost two years. So what, what, Oh, I wish I didn't have a piece of paper. I usually do. It was something else that you said was so juicy, but I want to unpack that right there a little bit. Um, what, how did you stand in your own way? You said it didn't align properly. How did you know? How did I know that what I was doing didn't align? Did you just um, listen to your internal compass? I think it's one of those things where you know you want to do deeper work. It was almost like I felt like I was living on the surface mm-hmm. whenever I was doing, like, Mary Kay and I was selling makeup. Like, everybody loved it. It was great. You know, people wanted to keep hosting parties, all the great stuff, but I always felt like I was on the surface. And I kept feeling the pull and the call to want to go deeper, and I would get signs whenever I was um, working with women or we would go into conversations, and I would hear about their heart and their desires and all of that, and I would start instantly coaching, (laughs) you know. So I knew that I wanted to go deeper than just selling products. So I'm going to borrow from a couple of your words uh, that there was a pulling, there was a calling inside, which is why I um, deliberately asked you about listening. I'm always talking about actively listening. Mm -hmm. Uh, And many times in order to do that, you have to be quiet. (laughs) There's a saying that um, you have one mouth and two ears because you should listen twice as much as you talk, right? And so... um, I'm a talker, obviously, Courageous Conversation with Sheree, why are we here? Um, Mm -hmm. However, in that, um, I'm wanting to celebrate you, and I often look for a point in the discussion where I can really honor and love on the gift of the person that's on, and you certainly are a gift to humanity, uh, not just to your family and your immediate circle and these um, people that you were servicing your business, but you are a blessing to us today. And so I just want to take a moment and thank you for heeding the call to actually not only hearing, but being a doer of that um, and creating a space that we can um, play, if you will, in that space together with you. I want to remind our audience that you're listening to WRUULP, Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org. So Justina, thank you. You're a gift. Uh, You were talking about the challenges that you faced in pursuing your passion just a little bit. Do you want to dig deeper in that? Oh, yes. I would love to dig deeper. There was a lot of, wow, a lot of emotional challenges where, like, I'm a type of person, I'm very, like, action-oriented. I can, once I take action, like, I'm just going to keep going, and that's great. But in order to get to the point where I could take the action, I think that was the the challenge where I was worried about what people would think Mm -hmm. because my family being... First-generation American, I'm, you know, my family being from the islands, the only thing they could see coming to America 
and getting an education and becoming a doctor or a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Like, those are your options, you know. And if you're not doing something academic, then it's, you're not really doing anything at all. So this idea of me having them working toward that master's degree, had, didn't quite, I finished it, but I was doing something totally different and trying to pursue the makeup artistry business, which is the first business. Oh, wow. There was mm-hmm. a lot of guilt. There was a lot of shame, a lot of fear around what people would think. If I'm seen doing something new, is it a joke? You know, so I struggled with confidence, self-consciousness, indecisiveness, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all of that stuff. Um, really, it took me, really, my husband, you know, having that one person that is in your corner that is there to help coach you. Like, I always tell my husband, like, you were my coach. And I tell him, <laughs> I'm like, you could totally work with me in my business because I learned so much from him. And he gave me permission, you know. But initially, I needed that permission from him. And from there, it's just been a growth of it becoming my own permission and me saying, no, I don't have to, you know, please other people. I have to do what God is calling me to do. And it became more clear. I couldn't figure it out at first why I needed to go backwards. Like, I had to go back to that original um, passion, which I was like 17 or 18 mm-hmm. when I told my parents, I just want to go to cosmetology school. That's all I want to do. <laughs> and they're like, H-E double hockey stick, no. Yes, yes, <laughs> you I know, know you. Christian parents, they just weren't having it. So it really took me being, like you said, obedient, listening to God and him telling me to do something that didn't make sense. It did not make sense. For me, as, you know, about to finish my master's degree, to go back and do something that didn't even require that. But if we really tell the truth, uh, how many students today, even adults, um, are doing something that they aren't really fully being productive in or their heart and soul truly isn't in it, but they're really doing it to earn a living. Quite honestly, it's, it's about, okay, we got to survive. It's not really about thriving. And um, I think with this millennial or newer generation, they're um, not so risk adverse that they will jump in there. Um, Many times. Yeah. They get bruised or whatever along the way, but they don't mind taking a leap of faith um, as much as us, Oh, the older generation wanted more security. Um, no, so I, I just, you mentioned your husband also being your one of your, if not the uh, number one cheerleader initially. That is powerful. Uh, but you also own the fact that as much as you uh, appreciated him and his support and him championing you, you had to give yourself permission that it was okay to go after your own dreams and be true to yourself. Yes, that's so, so true, because even though he gave me the per- permission, I'll talk about the initial investment, oh my goodness, the yeah. initial investment <clears throat> to get the coaching that I needed, the training that I needed to start the makeup business. Um, wow, I was so afraid of it. And my husband was like, I, you know, I'm thinking I'm going to put it off on him, right? Yeah. He, think I should do this or is this okay? And he's like, of course, go for it. And that's when I realized I was the only thing blocking myself. Mm. He said yes, and I still have this hesitation. Do you find that with your clients, uh, the similarity there? Yes, definitely I find that similarity. And 
it's one of those things where there's this invisible barrier and we can't really figure out, like, why am I self-sabotaging? Why am I um, not jumping on these opportunities? And it's really us. We're blocking ourselves. We're self-sabotaging. And there's something there that we're saying, I'm not good enough and not allowing ourselves to move forward. Mm -hmm. So it's a self-worth. It really is a self-worth issue that I'm worthy to invest this amount in myself. And I think that's really what it was. I didn't think I was worthy of that. Like, who am I to take this away from my family, take it away from my kids, give myself this opportunity? My time has passed. It should be all about my children. Like, those are the excuses that we make when we don't want to jump and we don't want to leap and we don't want to take that risk. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about what it actually felt like. I'm sure... Um, you're dealing with some mindset issues, but I'm sure you're actually dealing with people's feelings as well and unpacking that. So why don't you help us um, just kind of take a sneak peek in, in your own transition? And what was it like? Uh, what did it feel like to you um, when you felt a desire to transition from one field to another? Oh, my goodness. Yes. It was like I had just gotten the confidence <laughs> to mm -hmm. start to make a business. And, you know, I started building my confidence in that field, and I was getting published work. I was working with um, award-winning photographers. I was on set. You would be able to see my commercials on TV, all the great stuff. Just when I thought, yes, this is it. I don't have to grow anymore. God doesn't want to take me deeper. Mm. <laughs> I was like, uh-uh. There's a reason why I had you jump into this passion-based business. And it was, I always had this um, this little phrase, I would say, so much more than makeup. I knew that what I was doing was so much more than makeup, but I couldn't quite figure out what it was, and God made it very clear. And it was because now you're going to mentor other people, mm -hmm. and you're going to support other women so that they can bust through, break through the fear and the doubt and all of this. But it required that I went through another level of growth which is so crazy. Like, sometimes we grow, you know, we get to this point and we think, whew, I got through that. Thank God I'm a new person now. And my God's hands like, are up. Uh -uh. You can't <laughs> see me in the studio. I promise you both my hands are up. That you're talking to me. You're preaching to the choir. I'm like, okay, that hurt. You know why? Growth is painful. Mm -hmm. That pruning that we have to go through, it's sometimes before you can go further, there's a pruning, there's a cutting away. Um, I like to reference the um, bow and arrow mm -hmm. analogy or scenario. You can envision that. Just imagine someone right now pulling um, back on that that bow, you know, with that arrow. In order for it to go as far as it could possibly go, what do you have to do? Got to stretch it. Yes, backwards, <laughs> backwards. So many times it seems like, oh, my God, it's a failure. It's another lost relationship. Um, the negative chatter that we have in our head. Who am I at this age to even think about even doing something different? I spent all my money and all these years going after this particular degree. And now I'm talking about doing what? Mm -hmm. You know, and it just makes you want to scream that S-H-I-T. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I hope that was not totally wrong. Um, please, um, I spelled it, and I hope you guys aren't offended. And, and I forgive me; I should not have said that. Um, but sometimes it just makes you want to scream, you know, and yes. and not um, 
dive deep into that. And so seriously, no, I, I've never used that type of language. So, um, no, but I, I felt it with you. So I'll just go ahead and it's <laughs> just, it's just, you know, uh, it's, it's hard is what I'm saying. I feel like I'm stumbling over my words now because I honestly didn't mean to do that, but, uh, it's challenging. It's hard. It's real life. But it's a yes. part of life. It is part of the process to getting where you want to go, like that arrow. In order to hit that target, you got to first of all focus on it, aim at it, and then pull yourself back. And then, but when you release, man, it's so worth it. Would you say, Justine, everything that you have gone through to get to where you are? I know this has to be so super excited for you, uh, effective. Um, you just signed a lease I saw the other day. I saw you doing some camera work. So obviously you're doing some more photo shoots. That's the fun part. But are you equally shaking in your boots just to be transparent? Oh, of course. <laughs> because it's a new level of growth. You know, the initial, like, even accepting the fact that I would have this, you know, this role of someone looking at me as a mentor, that was a lot to take on. And now it's like, Okay, now you have a physical location. Some that's interesting. You know, and that's they're going to want to see you. <laughs> right. That's that's so interesting. You just made that point, that specific point, and I want to jump in there. Um, I had this conversation with one of um, my previous, um, I'm sorry, guests yesterday on the phone about the responsibility once you actually step into your genius, because <laughs> once you, you know. Another uh, friend of mine says, in order to be seen, you have to be seen. So for the entrepreneurs, inspiring entrepreneurs out there, you're absolutely right. You have to be seen. In order to be seen, you have to be seen. And that's a willing, willingness to come outside of your comfort zone um, and let people really tap in. But for you, now that you're out there and you just shared your genius uh, guess what? You didn't just do that to be alone. You're going to attract so many people to you. And those people are going to pull on you because they want that uh, gift or whatever you have um, tapped into as well. They want to experience that now for themselves. And many times from a, I, I take on the idea of a celebrity and a notoriety that comes from being who they are. It's like paparazzi all the time. And so but we as leaders, when you're just used to being a leader you just show up and shine and you don't really think about the impact of those that will pull on you so are you ready for that hmm i'll say this when it comes to the visibility piece i think about the fear that i used to have around it you know about being visible about even sharing what we talked about in the beginning you know that was something that was mine. I held it as a secret. And God's like, that's not yours. <laughs> that's mine. <laughs> so Ooh, that's I so good. To, yes, I can't, be con I can't be really concerned about, you know, however, however high the visibility will get or the people that will be, you know, surrounding me, reaching out positive or negative. I just have to remind myself that this is not mine. This is God's. And I have to be obedient. <laughs> that's, a, that's the one thing I try to stay focused on is that I've got to be obedient. And God is so gracious. He allows us to grow into it. You know, yeah. so it's not an overnight. Like, for, like we were talking about the celebrities, sometimes that can be like an overnight thing for them. But I think for us as entrepreneurs and leaders, it, it, God gives us that time to grow into it. 
So I've had opportunities to share, you know, that story of me being a topless dancer and my growth um, through entrepreneurship in private platforms, you know, like private group coaching programs or privately with a private client, you know. So he gave me that that chance and that opportunity to be obedient on a small level and then it grows, you know, on a larger level because he can trust you. He gives you a little bit and he knows he can trust you with more. So what I just heard you say is that, um, <clears throat> pardon me, that it's uh, we can take advantage of the, the process. Many times when people hear it's a process, it's like a turn off. Oh, my God, I don't want to hear that. Mm-hmm. Um, don't want to have to go through that. Just get me there. Be me up, Scotty. Uh, accelerate me, if you will. Uh, no. I, I love what you just said that we have. God is so gracious that he allows us to grow into it. And that is a benefit. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely a benefit. And I think it's just having the right perspective of that benefit. We're, gonna, we're at the halfway mark already. Unbelievable. I want to remind our listeners that you're listening to WRUULP, Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org. We are Savannah Soundings Community Radio with Global Soul. Justina, you're uh, the thebomb.com. We're going to take just a moment here to uh, give a couple of promos and we'll be right, right back on the air. Thanks for being with me. WRUU 107.5 FM is a new and different listener supported and all volunteer community radio station for Savannah. Our diverse broadcast and web programming is supported by generous listeners who value our passion and our spunk. We're independent of other media and receive no government or large corporate support. People like you are the largest and most important source of our funding. So go to WRUU.org to find out how you can make a one-time or monthly contribution. Thank you. Tune in Saturdays at 3 p.m. to Muses, Memoirs, and More, your show about authors, artists, and entertainers with your host, Adam Messer. You're listening to WRUULP Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org. We are Savannah Soundings Community Radio with Global Soul. Chatham Savannah Citizen Advocacy host Oysters on the Bluff on Sunday, January 27th from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. at the Isle of Hope Marina at 50 West Bluff Drive in Savannah. The event benefits a 36-year-old community-based nonprofit organization that recruits, matches, and offers support to over 110 local citizens in voluntary citizen advocacy relationships. For more information, www.savannacitizenadvocacy.org or 912-236-5798. And we're back. You're listening to WRUULP, Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org. And this is Shree Darren, your host of Courageous Conversations with Shree on the air live with Justina Ford. Justina, are you still with us? Yes, I'm still here. Fabulous. I wanted to share how exciting uh, that you're going to be opening. I'm sorry, you're going to have a grand opening in Hinesville soon. 
And the name of your business, uh, you're the owner of Soulfully Aligned Coaching and Healing. That's so soothing right now. Do you think the timing of this particular type of business is right on point? Yes. I feel like the timing is so necessary. Um, I can go into that more, <laughs> but i um, not sure if you wanted me to share on that because it's pretty deep, the work that I'm doing um, with the energy psychology piece of it, it being Christian-based. A lot of times I feel like as Christians, we want to shy away from like deeper mind, body, soul work because we fear, you know, around is this in alignment with God or is this in alignment with um, my, my belief or my faith system? And I feel like the world is grabbing a hold of God's natural healing um, protocols and tools, and they're taking it and they're running with it, like science-based tools, and we as Christians are kind of afraid of it. So I do think it's a timely it's timely. It's needed. It's time for us to step out of our comfort zone and experience healing in um, a, a scientific way that merges with spirituality and religion at the same time. Like sometimes we want to separate science and religion. Mm, that is so good. In fact, I've been just listening to The Perfect You um, by Catherine Leaf. And she uh, is a Christian as well. She's also a scientist. And I was just sharing again earlier today with someone else that uh, many times, and, and this is my very humble opinion, but as a Christian, I've been a Christian for a long time. I don't even know how long now. Um, seems like it's just in my DNA and my makeup. But in, in being a Christian or uh, growing up in the church, uh, as an adult, not as a child, but as an adult, I have, um, you become conditioned um, as any environment that you're in or culture, but conditioned to Christian language and the way we do things, um, but we're still living in a real world. And I want to operate at um, 100 all the time. In fact, that's also my Achilles heel because I'm always on 10. It's very difficult to turn it off. But um, to marry the two and do good and be effective and productive and relevant today is so important. And so I, I agree. I think what you're doing um, is overdue. And so I commend you for having the courage for stepping into this particular calling, answering the call and showing up. I love um, if you had just one takeaway for the um, Christian community today of why they should embrace a session even uh, with you just to actually listen. And we were big on listening today. Listening got you here today. And uh, in order to have and serve others, they're going to have to listen to what you have to say. So if there was one nugget that you could leave with them to just perk their ears, what would that be? Well, I would definitely remind them, tell them to remind themselves of who created them, that God created us, you know, down to the subatomic level. So that's the molecules, the DNA, everything that the world tries to, like, explain through science. Who was the one that did it? That was the same God that we serve in church <laughs> through the Bible. 
so they're not separate. And that's how, you know, mindset work can take place at, like, the cellular level. So if they ever get, you know, come to one of my websites and they're hearing me talk about, you know, healing and clearing blocks at the cellular level, we're talking about science. We're not talking about summoning in some unknown spirit. And Mm -hmm. I think that's the part that, you know, we raise our eyebrows as Christians because we want to steer clear away from witchcraft. (laughs) And, yeah, that's, I think that's one thing that I would definitely leave is that they're not separate. They go hand in hand. God and science goes hand in hand. The energy psychology belong to God first. Yeah, yeah, I agree. You know, oftentimes we derail ourselves um, by our unbelief. Mm-hmm. And so what are some of your ra- ways, because this is about you today, I want you to shine. What, um, how, how have you derailed yourself from going after your initial passions in the first place? Wow, yes. I will say that, oh my gosh, perfect. Not remembering that, you know, success comes from God. Like, mm-hmm. I remember, like, looking, because I'm so, everybody wants to be successful. You know, if you're a entrepreneur, business person, mom, dad, whatever it is, in your family, in your marriages, we, we all want to be successful. And oftentimes, we will search outside of ourselves, and we'll search outside of God who is within us, and we're on this constant, like, search for success. And through my, like, striving for success or constant search for success, I have, like, spent less time with God because I'm in this person's book, that person's book. I'm just all over the place, and I didn't keep God as center. Mm. So I'll definitely share that, that, you know, in all things I do, I want God to get the glory. But based on where I was spending my time, he couldn't get the glory. So tell us. Focused on him. So tell us, Justina, what is your practice, if you feel comfortable sharing, what is your practice to ensure that you keep him first and you keep yourself in balance, particularly, I mean, obviously, launching a business is a big deal. And that's something I would share with my clients uh, repeatedly, that the biggest mistake small business owners make is thinking small. It is a big deal. So with that being said, it's a huge responsibility. And if we wanted to use a scripture, my scripture would be to whom much is given, much is required. And so you being the person that you are, as beautiful as this sound and know the impact that you are going to make, I actually can't even imagine how much of an impact it's going to be. But it's grandiose. I want to just put that out there. And with that being said, how do you... Uh, maintain your relationship, your sanity, just stay in balance so you can ebb and flow and be your best self. Number one, journaling. Like that is a huge, huge time for me to process and connect with God. And it's through writing. So I'm tuning out like the internet. I'm tuning out social media. I'm tuning people out so that I can hear God. And I think that's one of the biggest things that has even allowed me to shift in my business or make decisions that were, like, ended up being successful. I always talk about, like, um, divine strategies because those things come from God. You know, one one of my most successful mini courses that I put out is the mindset to manifest your soulful business. I literally woke up in the middle of the night to write in my same journal the 10 steps that just, like, were deposited to me, you know. So 
definitely a relationship with God first. And there are times when I'm like, I'm scrambling. I'm like, okay, God, what's next? What's next? And I'm researching or I'm looking at something or I'm so in-depth in my systems and I have to say, "Uh uh-uh, pull out the scripture. I have to, like, literally do this, like, pull out your scripture. It doesn't even matter what you read. It doesn't even matter what I'm going to read. But I'm in in his presence. So that's what I do. I have to like pull myself out. Yeah, that's that's me. There's there's triggers for me when I know I'm off kilter, uh, but I'm a worshiper. Oh God, I'm so. That's why your line of work resonates so much with me, which is why I wanted to interview you. Um, I'm fascinated by my guests, Um, and so I want you to know that, like the, the. who you are just fascinated me where I extended an opportunity to actually have a conversation with you. And these courageous conversation is really just getting to know the gifts of people that I um, obviously get to meet. It's very rewarding for me. So it's a selfish way just to meet you and have a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but there are triggers and practices. Some of my practices, um, audience, and I'm sure you have your own. I love to hear them is um first thing you just said that just sparked a memory for me was worship and so worshiping just realigns me what that means for me is getting in god's presence Uh, so people call it meditation um it's so much bigger than that for me um so that's number one the other thing is uh, i too love to read and so i'll do that and to unpack or just kind of uh, reiterate what you were saying was journaling I, and I also wrote down tuning out um, and hearing and ins- I inserted quieting yourself and also listening because I think in that tuning tuning out what you're doing is really getting in a still place and in order to hear whatever God wants to say to you you got to get quiet enough to hear and so you have to listen so those are a couple of things that I just took away from you. I love these guests. You guys always keep me in um, a, the right space and also gives give us nuggets on how, our, how to live our best lives now. And um, a couple of other things I was just thinking about, Justine, I'm not sure if they resonate with you, is um, smells you know, to um, activate our senses, just not our mind. But for me, just creating an atmosphere where... I have like this aromatherapy thing going on. And so that is stimulating to me as well. And then music sometimes is very soothing as well. Yeah, yeah. Those are all good. Go ahead. I definitely resonate with you for music because I feel like it will shift my energy. Um, Whenever I'm like, I'm like, okay, I don't want to do this today. Or me and the kids are supposed to be starting school and we're just kind of like getting, throwing attitudes at each other. Mm -hmm. I was like, uh-uh, get to YouTube, turn on Lauren Daigle. I don't even know how to say her name uh-huh. all the way, but we need to jam. You know, my kids are like, oh, gosh, mom, jam. again. But they know, like, we're going to listen to music, and I'm going to be sweeping my floor, dancing, twirling, all that kind of stuff to shift my energy. Like, we can shift our internal energy. It's our choice. Yeah. You know, that's a big thing for us to remember there's a this word to the song that says why am i the sum of every high and low mm-hmm. you I know am not like, the sum of every high and low much more than that i love that and, song exactly so 
she's she's speaking to that. Like I'm allowing my surroundings to dictate how I feel, what actions I take, what decisions I make. And I think that's the biggest piece with the mindset work too, is that we become aware of our environment. We become aware. We become aware of our emotions and our feelings, and we're able to shift. We can't shift if we're not aware. Yeah, that's so. I good. find that we begin to stuff. And we try to cover up, and that's when we don't see results. That's when we're not happy, when we're trying to cover the emotions and cover the feelings and cover the truth. Mm-hmm. Because as you're trying to market for your business, as you're trying to increase your visibility, and you're really just scared or you don't think you're good enough, there is this, I always I tell my clients, I'm like, you're tainting your effort mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when you don't get to the root. Yeah. Of what emotion and feelings are. So there's lies, there's vows. Like I when it comes to purpose and us living our best lives, I really look at the spiritual warfare side of it too. Oh. That's what I love addressing, you know, with the energy work is the spiritual war side, warfare side of it. Mm-hmm. So we have to be aware and just be ready for, for battle. <laughs> wow, you're gonna be busy. You're going to be busy in the new year, girl. So I hope you <laughs> ate your Wheaties. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you guys are listening to WRUULP, Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, org. We are Savannah Soundings Community Radio with Global Soul. So, Justine, when I met you, uh, I think we met through another acquaintance and it was about empowering women. And I heard you actually present to a group of women. And so I'm going to shift our conversation again. I know we have some great guys out there listening to us as well. But I want to know, what do you think is the biggest challenge for women who want to go into business for themselves? Wow, the biggest challenge, I think the biggest challenge is really focusing or thinking that um, thinking that it's all about marketing and strategy. And so those challenges, I mean, it really is deeper than that. It's about um, confidence. It's about really being in alignment with the call on your life, the message that you're supposed to be putting out there the actual services that you'll provide. So the two biggest things, I think, is clarity and confidence, but they get overlooked as marketing. And I need more marketing. I need more strategy. I need more marketing. I need more strategy. When if they had more clarity and confidence, the marketing and strategy would come easier. I find it uh, very interesting that you say that. Um, I know that... One of the number one um, reasons why women hesitate or don't get in business or don't remain in business or aren't sustainable in business is because they stay they stay in their own way as nurturers. We try to fix everything, um, and they want to have everything just so before they start, um, mm-hmm. and and they want to have it perfect. It doesn't work that way. You gotta, nope. you gotta launch out there. You gotta get out of your way. And what I find appealing is that you said to go deep first. And what I'm getting from that is that you got to do your own personal work first. Uh, yeah. Your mindset, your limiting beliefs, 
um, assess your strengths and your weaknesses. Get to know you because I think 80% of the business game is all mental. <laughs> I agree with you on that. Big time. So with that being said, Justina, I want you to unpack your target audience with us. I'm going to presume that um, it's primarily, and I could be wrong, please correct me and our audience so that we're clear, is it that it's women um, because most women have that struggle. I don't think men play the same games like we do. I think they play a better game, by the way. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. There's a study out um, that men... You know, they don't have to meet all the qualifications. They're like, mm, I meet like 50, 60% of those qualifications. I'm going to apply anyways. Yeah. But women, we feel like we have to meet like 100% of that. If there's one piece we don't meet, we won't apply for the job. Right. You know, so I definitely feel like with my business mentorship, my intuitive business coaching, yes, the best fit person for that is a woman that is, new in business or wanting to grow her business. She's finding that she's coming up against blocks or she's not getting the results that she's looking for, yet she's like, I've been trying everything, you know, what's missing? And that's when we got to go deeper. And for those that are just starting out, it's going to be amazing because you're going to have a good, a good foundation of mindset and strategy to carry you into your business, your, your passion, your purposeful and soulful business. Because when I look at business, I don't see a stale organization, you know, something that's just put together because we're trying to turn a dollar. Right. You know, I see something where women are, they're so connected to it, and it's a living, breathing thing that's just fueled by passion and love and a drive to serve people. That's what I see when I look at business. For the new practice that I'm opening, God has been calling me to expand my services so the new practice that I'm opening in Hinesville is for women and their families. Like, I want to be able to affect the whole family. So we're talking marriages. We're talking children, you know, with the energy psychology portion, um, overcoming these hidden emotions and these hidden lies and beliefs and agreements that we've made on a spiritual level so where we can um, find freedom and find peace. Right, so I'm expanding that target audience for the local practice, and then for my online business, you know, coaching and mentorship programs. That's definitely for women in business that have a passion and they're ready to bring about their passion-based business. That's awesome. Uh, I really like that. How would you suggest a person soulfully align with their soulful business? Yes, yes, we've been we've been touching over all over that. Oh my goodness, soulfully aligning. It's really see, seeing God as CEO of your business. Because I'll be honest, when I first went into my business, I didn't think anything about God. I just really thought about, okay, I feel like you're calling me to go back to my passion. Once, like you hear the beginning part, and then you forget who told it to you, and now you're like, oh, it's on me to make it happen. So as, when I was doing the makeup stuff in the very first year of it, I didn't really look to God as CEO of my business. I was just taking actions. And I remember when, like, the actions were not connecting. This is like a pinpoint memory I have when the actions were not connecting, there were no results, and I sat at my table and I cried. And my husband stood over me. He was rubbing my back, 
And I prayed and I said, God, you know, I've been trying everything. And I'm like, if this is not for me, if I'm not in your will, I don't want this more than I want you. So I was like, just give me a clear sign that I need to let this go and I will do what you want me to do. Mm-hmm. And literally, like two or three days later, I got a call to do makeup for Savannah Fashion Week. Out of the blue. Wow. So I'm just like, oh, God, you wanted me to let that go. You wanted me to release my control over my business. So that would be definitely one thing, that relationship with God, um, seeking God, working on yourself, like we were talking about, making yourself aware of those beliefs and lies that are actually flowing through your mind and your body. That's another thing, too. Um, There's a book called Molecules of Emotion where emotions, those negative emotions are stored in our body. And then, um, you know, just the, like I said, the relationship with God, doing the personal work, and then also allowing yourself to get massive clarity around your desires, because I find that women don't want to speak about their desires, or they'll try to rub it under, or, you know, sweep it under the rug, or they're not completely honest about what they really want. I love that. And and that's a perfect segue to my next question. Um, You said a lot. Oh, God, a mouthful. I wish I could unpack all of that. And I can't believe the hour is almost up. But I do have another question for you. Now, granted, my background was corporate banking. And when I'm dealing with small business owners, um, so much so, I I really wanted to say this, that I I actually answered the call because I tried to do it my way. I tried to shortcut it. I tried to do everything this little brilliant mind thought she could do. And still the the plug was pulled. And um, so as of November 16th was the last time I was actually on a job. I went to that job trying to learn from the inside out uh, instead of actually doing what God said myself for me to do I tried to do it for somebody else and he said no he so he pulled the plug and closed that door in my face like slammed shut and I'm thinking what in fact in fact it was so crazy they told me that they were letting me go and giving me separation papers that it was no longer a good fit if anybody ever uh, lost a job this for me hit my ego like hard and and they said the reason was because I had a big heart my heart was too big for the ch- for the job, which mm. is exactly a very compassionate um, mission based job that I was in. And I'm thinking mm. this is why I'm doing this, because I'm the perfect fit. And God said, I don't want you here anymore. Let's go. And I was like, what? <laughs> so my question to you is in this profit driven side hustle, personal branding economy and society how can you honestly encourage someone today to start with god as their ceo or with lead with their faith and to stick with it well there's this amazing book that comes to mind Uh (laughs) and it's called um i think it's called born to create is the name of the um the book and Remembering that God was the first entrepreneur. He is. Yes. (laughs) That is it. When we know that it, like, he created us to create, right? And a lot of times we get it confused, like it has to be ministry. Nope. He's the first entrepreneur. He's been doing it better than anybody else. 
he's perfect. We can follow his footsteps and we can follow his example and we can be successful too. That would that be, be the first thing that I would say. You, and I know what you mean because in this coaching industry, mm-hmm. the way they teach us to write our copy or they want us, they want to pull in the NLP stuff, oh, you know, yeah. right? Yeah. It gets the, it's the way to twist what you're saying or get people to think they're going to get more than what they can. That's something God had to like. He swatted me real quick. I was like, oh, man, like I was trying to uh-huh. follow him. Oh, yeah. He said, uh-uh, no, you don't. No. And <laughs> it's so stuff. funny that you say that. Um, I love that you said born to create. And if that is not the correct title of that book, I need you to send me a quick instant message so I can oh, get I will. it. I yes, know. I will find I, it. Yes, I've known for a long time that I'm a marketplace minister. He did not call me in the church. He called me in to the marketplace. I own it. Um, I've tried to run from it. I tried to do everything else not to honor it. Um, and that sounds horrible <laughs> coming out of my <laughs> mouth, but it is the absolute truth. And so now I've surrendered. But um, to to allude from to what you were saying, what he said to me, um, being the first creator of creation of this great universe, that he has given me the blueprints. And it's crazy how you know how you've never seen a certain car until you buy a car and then you see that same car everywhere yes (laughs) i know god has given me this because once he gave me like he woke you up in the midnight hour and you wrote those 10 steps like you were breathing he gave me business blueprints and he gave it so effortlessly uh, that it was too hard not to know that that was him. And since he's given it to me, I see it everywhere. Hints of it. Confirmations everywhere. Oh, my God. Our hour is almost over, Justina. We're down to a minute of the show. What? Now, to confirm, to confirm that title real quick, it's called It's Called to Create. That's the name of the... the Called to Create. create. Fabulous. (laughs) Thank you. Good. So, see, audience, you guys... If you're called to create, you got the book, go download it and listen to it. We got just one minute left. What would you say? What's on your heart? What do you want to leave with our audience today? I just want to leave that we all have a purpose. Um, I remember feeling like I didn't have a purpose on my life, like God didn't think about me. He was more concerned with other people. And I just truly, truly believe that we all have a purpose. And that purpose is bigger and greater than we can ever imagine. So just remember that if you're ever feeling like, you know, I have these pieces and they, they're not coming together, just trust that God will bring those pieces together for you. So there you have it, guests. This is Justina Ford, owner of, tell us the name of the business again, Soulfully Aligned. Coaching and Healing. Coaching and Healing in Hinesville. What's your location? I'm at 951 Elma G. Miles Parkway. Hinesville, Georgia. And that's a wrap. You've been listening to Courageous Conversations with Sheree on WRUU. want to remind you that the viewpoints expressed in the preceding program were not necessarily those of WRUU, its license holder, or its staff. Have a fabulous, thankful Thursday, and we'll see you next week.